Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. And away we go. So welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. I am your host of sorts, JK. Today we have Adam with us. All right. And we have Tim. Hello. Why am I last this time? I'm usually the first one. I, I try not to show favoritism, so I try and mix it up. Uh, but we know we know Adam's your favourite, so it's fine. <laughs> well, least, I would never I show favoritism at all, ever. Tim, how are you today? <laughs> <sighs> well, at least you know that now, Tim. I have known Adam longer. You're like. The third member, you're like the scrappy do with this. Fucking hell! I'm the third. I'm the third nipple. <laughs> well, we know what you're going to change your Zoom name to now, at least. <laughs> Fuck that! I'm changing my Facebook name to that now. <laughs> what the Facebook where you're listed is my granddad. Yeah, yeah. Have you still got that? On there? <laughs> No, I deleted that. You're not on Facebook anymore, are you? So, oh. You're just a granddad to someone now, but he doesn't say who. I'm pretty sure I'm listed as my brother's granddad as well, which I'm not, just to be clear. <laughs> We're not that kind of family. No. <laughs> wow. Well, you are living near Norfolk, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just daily, like, that entire part of the country there. Yeah. I, don't no, any, I'm... I don't think we have any listeners in Norfolk anyway, to be honest. Oh, fuck them then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the radio confuses them and scares them down there anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Uh, is it? It is. Sometimes we actually talk about neighbours as well. Nah. Uh, this week, Tim, we're going to talk to you about episodes 3,199 to 3,203. And I'm just checking the maths on that. Is that correct? They are the numbers, yeah. They're the ones I were given anyway, so I've watched them, even if you haven't. You've binged them today as well, haven't you, Adam? I've I've fucking smashed it today. Um, I hadn't watched any of them, obviously, because let's be honest now, we're all about honesty on here sometimes, depending on what (laughs) JK's story actually is. Um, (laughs) I feel like he leaves out some bit. Selective (laughs) honesty, that's what we have on this show. Um, Last week's was... Fucking terrible. And I don't just mean the episodes we watched. I mean our fucking podcast. It was awful. I felt like I'd let myself down. I felt like you two had made no effort to bring me up whatsoever. Um, (laughs) It was a shit show from start to finish. Um, I feel a little bit better this week. Um, So I I had to kind of leave last week's behind. I didn't want to come back to Neighbours for a while. I needed a few days off from from them people, from you people. Um, but I watched five episodes today. Is it five? It's not even five episodes, is it? Tim, is it five episodes? It's only four episodes. 
Didn't you say one of them was half length? Yeah, that confused me a little bit, I think. One of them was only 15 minutes long. Maybe all Neighbours episodes should be 15 minutes long, I don't know. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I did binge the Neighbours episodes today, yes. <laughs> yeah, the very first episode, 3199, was a bit shorter. I think they missed the start off. Uh, they must have stopped. They mustn't have impressed recording time. Oh, because these are all, again, we watch these on uh, Daily Motion on the channel UK Neighbours Fans Forever, and they're clearly all ripped from a VHS tape. So if, you know, do you remember when you had to set the video recorder and you had to set it at a certain time, but you had to hope that the channel would actually play that at the, the right time? Yeah. Because it might not have happened if the tennis was going on or something like that, and, uh, you know, something got delayed or the news ran over, then it's fucked. You've nothing you can do about it. It's just start, I'm going to start recording and then you've missed half a neighbours. Interesting that you went with tennis. I don't know. I'm assuming that must have happened to me at some point. I've tried to record something, the tennis overran. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> and it's just stuck with me. I wonder what I was... Recording. I like it though. I, I like part of this for, for the neighbours. Obviously we're doing this and we're doing a, the fun podcast out of it. But it's quite nostalgic sometimes, I think, as well. Like you say there, it's just seeing it like come on off. It's not clearly off a of VHS. It's quite nice in a way, and I remember that it was. I didn't used to watch the day, the daytime one, unless we we just didn't go to school that day or something. Um, but I used to watch the five thirty five one and UK time, obviously. Um, so it takes me back to those that kind of time. It's it's, it's quite nice. And Isn't then, it weird as well? I I can clearly remember that it was five thirty five. I don't know. It's not like it's it's such an obscure time, but that's just always in my head. What I can't remember, though, I know that Home and Away was either immediately before or immediately after. Well, is he allowed to say that on it? On here? Is he allowed to say <laughs> that? My mum always watched Neighbours and, and, and straight straight flick the channel to watch the other one. So 5.35? Oh, yeah, never forget that, will you? No, I don't know why. Did you have your tea before Neighbours or after Neighbours? Prob- well, probably before or during. I think I had it during or after. I'm not an early. Tea, I'm not an early tea haver. I I was. I had it before, and it was always a bit like I'd be eating my tea and I'd be enjoying it, and then I'd be like, "Oh shit, what time is it? Fuck!" And if it was like five thirty-two, <laughs> and I took too long eating my tea, I was fucking panicking. I'm glad that it was that important to you then, and it is still is now. <laughs> <laughs> The people, you know, kids these days won't know about all this kind of stuff. They just, you know, watch TV whenever they want. It's just on demand all the time. We have to stick to, we have to stick to a schedule. And if you missed it... Do you think the world was better then, or do you think the world's better now? It's obviously better now. I think it's absolute shit now. It was miles better then. I I think we've got the best of, of both worlds, because we got to live in a world briefly with no internet and... VHS tapes and all that shit and then we kind of moved through it and we can live in the convenience of today but we still got the nostalgia from all that someone who's 15 today has no fucking idea no do you think then maybe this is all all there's ever been because we've got a lot of history a lot of interesting history to talk about we're on that kind of cusp now of nostalgia and be one foot in the future sort of the thing. Do you think it'll just keep repeating like that over and over again? These 
80 years over and over again? Do you think that is the world? Or do you think there was actually history? Do you think there is actually future? Or do you think that's it? Or it's just on an 80 80 year kind of cycle? I hope you you guys live a little bit longer than 80 years, obviously. I hope (laughs) I live a little bit less. Um, What do you think? It's weird, isn't it? We're right in the middle. So are you suggesting that reality is not what we think it is? Or do you just yes. mean that like every every generation has its nostalgic things that are in the past and every everyone's eventually going to be old and say, oh, back in my day? Yeah, I'm, I'm already there. But what I saw the other day, I don't know if I mentioned it on here before or to somebody, I can't remember. It's like, so 30 years ago now was the 90s. Yeah. But really, surely 30 years ago was like the 60s, right? <laughs> Like, how can 30 years ago be the 90s? So the, yeah. so now, what we think of, like, the 90s is when we were in the 90s was actually the 60s. And the 60s was yeah. fucking the Beatles and ages ago and shit. The 90s was Ninja Turtles and Vanilla Rice. But surely that wasn't... Th- it wow. Was, it was. It's very scary. My mind's blown a bit. I didn't think we'd ever get this deep on this podcast. No, the problem is I've watched a lot of time travel kind of reality <laughs> films in the last couple 24 hours. Um, so, yeah. Which time Do I talk about Neighbours today on or just like reality and time and what is life? What, what, well, what are you thinking? You know, well, there is there, there was one big question I wanted to ask today uh, and it does relate to a Neighbours storyline. Um, You're not going to propose, are you? <laughs> no, there is we'll no put it proposal. past him he's got previous <laughs> he's still got the same as you Tim <laughs> <laughs> because the first storyline I want to talk about is Lily Madigan do you know who Lily Madigan is Tim I've heard Lily referred to but I don't know if Lily. this is the person we're talking about Lily is the mad old woman who thinks she yeah. should drive backwards and causes car crashes and just generally fucks you up. We brought yeah, her I didn't up know last her surname. We did bring her up last week. Do you remember what my prediction was? Yes, I do. Go on. My prediction was the next time we see her, she's gonna die. Do you know what happened, Tim? Did she die? She died. Lily Madigan. Rest in peace. She was, was it gone. dramatic and uh, violent? No, it was actually really, really cold and horrible. <laughs> Oh. It's, what? Probably, what do you mean? it's probably one of the worst ways to go if I'm honest. What? You are I, me and Hang on. Right, if that whatever this is then, top five worst ways to go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like you've said that's the worst way to go. Surely it's the best way to go. This yeah. is the worst. I wanna I I wanna know what the top five. I don't okay, know what I, I don't do know that. how she went yet. But okay, okay. Give me, okay. give me the rundown. Uh, ways to go. Uh... Okay, fifth, fifth worst. What? Fifth worst. What? Okay. You're, gonna, you're building up to the fucking worst, which what? is how Lily died in your head. Well, go let's on. Let's just clarify this before we go. Let's, before <laughs> we cla- let's clarify this. So is it the worst as in the worst last few seconds of your life or how you're getting found once you're dead? No, you just said the, you said, you just said the worst. The worst, worst way to die. Go. Uh, I can't imagine dying by wanking's fun. Number five. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. That's fucking brilliant. Well done. 
What are you doing? No, just let him I, go. I, no, he doesn't need an explanation. Fucking number four, go. I want to know what he's done wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because you were just like like wanking with a chainsaw? <laughs> just... there are, there's lots of different ways to die by wanking. <laughs> <laughs> what are the top five ways you would die by wanking? <laughs> Some levels. We've dropped into the fourth dimension. What? Jay, what are the what are the top five worst ways to to die by wanking? Go. No. Uh, hanging off a door, that can't be fun. No. I imagine none of these are going to be fun, really. Uh, out anywhere outside. Uh, in a house you shouldn't be in. Is this part of your top five stalker in things we talked about a couple of weeks ago? Uh, via a live internet call? Shit, I'm out. <laughs> End call. That was just a premonition. Uh, one more. One more. Uh, What's the worst way you would die by wanking? The fucking worst. Uh... Using using uh using an instrument. More please. An everyday household instrument. I don't know. Catch for example, your ass. I don't know. <laughs> right. So that that's that's the fifth worst way to die. What's the fourth the fourth worst way to die? By the way, we can't do this for each stage. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll get to one and just end the hell. podcast. <laughs> You'd be like fucking Inception at this point, where you just delay and delay and delay. <laughs> I like that film. That is a great film. Um, death by Inception. That'd be if you just got lost in yeah, like honestly a level I, of consciousness that you can't get back from. I feel like I'm in that now. <laughs> you know what though? To like, I, I feel like you're getting confused. Like you're not being specific about the wanking, and get death by inception is basically just starving to death. Because if you just it like lost in your mind, you become a vegetable. That's shit. You eventually just drift away. So you're saying starving to death? Oh yeah, starving to death. That'd be pretty rubbish. Third. Um. I can't imagine falling is fun to die from. It's not the fall, it's the it's the landing. I know, but just imagine like falling from mean... a plane and for 20 minutes thinking, fuck, I'm dying here. Just 20 fall. minutes? <laughs> How fucking <laughs> high is this plane? <laughs> Planes go pretty high up. Yeah, Planes it's not going to go... take you that long. <laughs> <laughs> it would. I'm pretty sure when that guy with all with all the Red Bull spacesuit dropped from space, it didn't take him 20 minutes. Google that. And that's that's like double and triple the height. I'm gonna find out. Well, number two, remember you got to keep number one safe because that's how Lily died. That's the worst. Remember. <laughs> so so far we've had wanking in some way. We've had um, starving because your brain's gone dead or something, and you're stuck in your own thoughts. We've had falling and obviously landing from that. So we need one. So this has got to be pretty bad, this one, because only Lily's death is worse than this. Uh, oh, this is a tough one. What would not be a nice way to go? Uh, 
I don't know, like blowing yourself up by accident, doing something really stupid, like blowing yourself up by accident or something. And just before you die, you go, oh, fuck, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So that, that's good. Before, before we get to Lily, I'm conscious of time. Um, see, I would have gone like buried alive. That would be fucking horrendous. Like set on fire. Oh my God, I can't. Drowning, I imagine, is is awful. That'd be bad. These are like hot. So that they would have been a couple of mine. Obviously, I still would have had wanking because. Um, <laughs> so now the only thing that beats all them is how Lily died. Go, wait for this, Tim. Go. Uh, she fell on the floor and was lay there for twelve hours. Uh, <laughs> right, that's not how she died. No, you know how she that's... died. <laughs> No, but that's what caused her to go in the hospital to die. So when she died, let's just talk about her death. How did she die? Uh, She died in a hospital bed. At the age of 102. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but like... With with her friend, the only friend that she still had, having outlived all her other friends and relatives, with her one friend, Anne, by her bedside. She's really old, in a hospital. That's how she died. You think that is the Pro- worst way to go? Probably had one like a vibrating egg in as well, out out of shot. One <laughs> odd thing to say. <laughs> no, it was just he was just horrible. So she she had a fall, and then Carl said, "Oh yeah, she was lying on the floor for twelve hours, poor fucker." And then they get her in hospital, and then they're just all openly going, "Yeah, she's fucking carking it, this bird." Like they're all openly talking about her dying. Not to her face. Might as well have been though. She can't hear. She's 102. <laughs> they were just holding a hand and she was going, it's okay. I've le- lived a good life. I think that's like, that's the nicest and best way to go, surely, at that age. No, I wouldn't be a fan of that at all. At all. No. no. All right. I'm not going to make this drag. You only get one. What's the best way to go? Wanking. <laughs> I was only going to say about how long it would take you to fall certain distances. Go on then, tell us then. So, if you're going to fall from between 30 and 40,000 feet, it would take you about three minutes. So that's typically where where a plane's going to be. Yeah. You go straight down, reach terminal velocity at whatever point, you're falling fucking fast, and it's not as far as you might think. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think I'd be able to go that fast. If you like, though, if you fall from the um, from the space station, it could last you two and a half years. Well, you'd just be probably die, right? Pretty much, you'd just like you'd, you'd be sucked into the orbit a little slow, bit. You'd, you'd, just, be, you'd just be going round and round, and eventually burst into flames. Would your head not explode straight away? I mean, it depends how good your spacesuit is. Probably yeah. like sixth worst way to die. <laughs> it only qualifies as like it maybe gets into the top five if you're doing that whilst masturbating. What a waste! It's quite hard to do in a spacesuit, to be honest. I haven't tried. I gotta be honest. I mean, space a space cowboy suit doesn't count. <laughs> so, 
yeah, I just, I thought it was pretty horrible. But like, I think they were all openly talking about how she's going to die. Like, Anne's asking for like some reassurance from Carl. Like, is she going to be all right? Carl's like, ah, she's a very sick old lady, you know. Like, just no one, no one was convinced she was going to survive at all. They all just. Well, she didn't. They were all right. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they were all proved right. But yeah, uh, everyone just wrote her off, and was just like, oh. Well, yeah, she's just dead now, isn't she? She might, as well, she might as well be dead now. And she's like, I'm not dead yet. And she's like, well, shut up, you. <laughs> shut up, you. Chew on this pillow. <laughs> but she dies. So her final moments. Let's talk about her final moments. Uh, so Anne's reading her a book. And then, like, she asks Lily a question and Lily doesn't respond. And then Lily kind of wakes up. She's, she grabs her hand and she's like, you mustn't worry. It's all going to be okay. Hand slips away. She's not a Just ghost. like that. Why, Just why like she... that. <laughs> You're doing it like fucking the Bob, not Bob Marley. That's someone else. Marley <laughs> from from, from uh, Scrooge and Christmas Carol. Yeah, had the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> Wasn't there two Marley brothers? You only know you only think that because you only know about the fucking Muppet Christmas Carol, you absolute child. And I, you know what? As soon as I yeah, I said Bob Marley by mistake. You, I knew you were gonna say it at the two. I knew it, and you sing those songs because that's what you equate that Charles Dickens classic with the Muppets. It's a fucking great film. It's a good film. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so the, the big profound question I wanted to ask was... The what, big what? what? The big I was letting him go that time. I knew what he meant. Come on. You've got to give him a bit of a break, Tim. He likes the Muppets for fuck's sake. <laughs> so Lily had, you know, she had these final words and then she passed on. Tim, what do you think happens when she died? Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I'm only three seasons into Lost. I'll let you know at the end. <laughs> you must have an idea, right? You must have an inkling of what you think might happen. It's more interesting to just think about all the possibilities rather than making any kind of decision. Okay. That's. I'm, I'm happy to remain non- indecisive. A very non-committal answer. Adam, any thoughts? Well, if you subscribe to our Patreon for just an, a pound, um, <laughs> you'll get to hear some of the conversation before this Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast officially begins. And I kind of said what I think in that. I wasn't just posing a question. I think that is a distinct possibility, what I mentioned earlier. So if you want to know what I think, you have to pay a pound. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a penny for your thoughts. It's a pound for your thoughts. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what do you think then, man with all the questions? Uh, nothing. I think that's it. I think once you're gone, you're gone. And that's a really depressing outlook. But I there think you go. what happens, you just not, ne- not necessarily. If you do it well, no matter what age you go at, there's, there's yeah. So you just, you're just dust. Everything's made of dust to start off with. It's not a bad thing. Dust to dust. Ashes to ashes. Neighbours to home. Some more neighbours. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've talked about Lily. Should we talk about Lance? Because I made another prediction that I got right. I'm going to roll this week. Adam Boulder predicted that the Lance gambling storyline is done. I went, nope, it's going to rear its ugly head again. And it has reared its ugly head. Very ugly head as well. Very Lance's gambling problem has got worse and worse and worse. Now, I did a little bit of research. So it appears that Lance put an illegal bet on Joel winning some sort of triathlon. Joel didn't win it. That is, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, so... Stop drinking your drink and tell us the rest of this research. <laughs> so he owes some guy, he owes some shady guy money. Uh, don't know the name of this shady guy. He's just a shady guy. He shows up at Lance's school and is like, you owe me fucking money. How's he got into that school? How's this dodgy guy walked straight into this school and he gets Lance just at his locker? So it's not even like in like on the way or outside or anything. He's, he's somehow in school in just a corridor and he's just chatting to Lance like, yeah, where's my money? Don't know. How you know what? It, it was it was the 90s. That I mean, that's more or less enough. I remember I went like in the early 2000s, I went back to just visit my, my friends at my old school and just walked in in the middle of the day. Like they what, were, they what were friends were still in school that you went back to visit. <laughs> I like, I was like 12 years old. Cause I'd moved to another country. Cause you know, that's what I do. And I came back and they were still in school. And I just do walked you move in. To all... all these other countries, Tim, because you keep going to visit all the children in schools. <laughs> <laughs> He's had to leave again. I was a child myself. <laughs> Well, yeah, why would they... St- oh, oh, right, okay, no, I get it. Now. I know what you meant. Yeah, the penny's dropped now. <laughs> but they didn't stay behind in school. Or you just weren't, like, a 12-year-old still in primary school. No, the, they were just... It was high school, but they were at school. You just went yeah, to d- school and then came back d- Fucking hell. Yeah, anyway, we've got it. We've got the- <laughs> I, I, he I has think- to say it out loud so he, he does fully compute everything. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, I think the idea of having loads of security at schools is something that's actually quite recent. Scary, but true. Not even security, just someone on the door who says, Oh, yeah, who well, yeah. to see? Yeah. That'd be something. <laughs> Maybe Too they many open doors. And he went, Oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to see Lance about some gambling nets. He went, Oh, no problem. <laughs> Come on through. Yeah, he looks like a dodgy. Like he's wearing a leather jacket. He's got like long dark hair, a bit of a beard. Looks like a dodgy guy. Jeans. What's wrong with a bit of a beard? <laughs> I wasn't like so. That made me pull that face, obviously. But then he went. But then he carried on, and he went jeans. <laughs> what the fuck? The leather, jeans. the leather jacket and jeans combination is not a good it doesn't it's not a good combination it doesn't scream it's the fucking best combination I think that whenever you think of a bad guy for some reason you automatically just picture someone from the 50s <laughs> yeah like like an evil Fonzie which again I was thinking the Fonz but he was the nicest coolest guy ever you're describing the Fonz <laughs> Fonz didn't have a beard though no he was very clean cut oh, that, that's what it is he's going to have some kind of European accent as well <laughs> uh, so Lance is, at, is 
asking everyone to borrow money. He's like, oh, have you got any money? Have you got any money? Can I borrow some money? Can I borrow some money? And he ends up stealing. Now, I like how these storylines mesh together here uh, because there's uh, Phil, uh, Phil Martin's house. There's... Uh... Were you just buffering? <laughs> that did sound like he was buffering. Uh, yeah, my mind was buffering. So, because <laughs> no, I'm trying to re- recall the other storyline now, because there's this phone, there's a phone money jar next to the phone in their house because Hannah was calling like some boy hotline or something a while back when she was just being a bit of a cunt before she got sent off to France. Boy uh, hotline. Yeah, it was like she a boy. Doing mist- she was doing like horoscope thing as well, wasn't she? Was doing like a mystic thing and she was like ringing up about horoscopes and shit like that. So they, yeah. they put like, and she was taking the piss basically. So they put a piggy bank, an actual pig, which I think is all, I always think that's quite cool when it's an mm-hmm. actual pig piggy bank. Don't know why I just do. Um, and Lance actually stole from the piggy bank, which is kept for the phone. Yeah. But Anne catches him. Ooh. Anne catches him. Yeah. So he takes all the phone money and gives it to the guy and all like the 20 P's that he's in. And he's like, okay, fine. Well, you paid me. Okay. No problem. I wouldn't accept that. If someone owed me a shitload of money, I'm like, you give me it in my fucking 20s at least. Like, <laughs> so I, coins. I, I had to do that the other day because I don't have cash anymore. Never, never have cash. Who does in this pandemic, post-pandemic world? Um, but I had a shitload of 5Ps, 10Ps and 20Ps in my car. And someone could... I don't have a gardener. That makes me sound like a prick. But there's someone who does, who comes and does my front garden between my house and next door's house. And it was my turn to pay. We take it in turns. Um, it's like 12 quid a month. And sometimes, but it's only really every two months because I pay one month, he pays the other month. Um, and I didn't have, I, I had a couple of pounds, but most of what I paid her, it is a female gardener. Look at his face. Um, <laughs> she's dead good. Um, most of it was in 20p's. Paid her in 20, like about 12 quid in 20p's. Oh, dear. Did she, look at, she, she, she take had to take it. She had to take it because I was like, pandemic, innit? I haven't got any money, but I've found all this in the car. She said, this is a fucking joke. Um, but yeah, cheers for, cheers for the 12 pound. Is she not contactless? No, you can ring her on a mobile. She's got like an email address and everything. You can, con- you can just contact her anywhere you like. You should have just got your Apple Pay ready and tapped it on a forehead. Just I don't do said. Apple Pay. I'm not one of those cunts. Look at his face. <laughs> What's wrong with Apple Pay? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with Apple Pay? It's 2021, you know. No, it's very handy. For example, my, my card, the contactless has stopped working on the card. So if I want to do contactless, I have to do it on my Apple Pay. Get a card that works. Oh, I can't be has hassle. There's more of a limit on a card limit on a card contact list, though, isn't there? No, there's Is more of a limit on Apple Pay. I think you can pay up to 100 on Apple Pay. I think most retailers will do 100, but actually, Apple Pay. I think Apple Pay is limitless. It just depends on the who's receiving it. They get to decide. You can't. Then... And that's and that's Apple Pay broken down for all our listeners. Well, that's the thing, because it's 1998 or 1999, this gambling, bucky, dodgy, shady guy did not have Apple Pay. He had to, <laughs> Lance actually had to give him the cash. He did, he had to give it. He broke the piggy bank, physically broke the piggy bank and gave it to him. Uh, yeah, and he said, and, and catches him and lies for him as well. Because Phil's like, where's the phone money? And he's like, oh, you know, 
had to borrow it. So I can't remember what the fucking lie was now. There was a reason, but Anne kind of covered for Lance. So she goes to Bill. She goes to her boyfriend, Bill, and is like, oh, Lance's gambling is getting out of control. We need to do something. And Bill went, don't worry. Leave it with me. I've got a fucking great idea. Do you want to know what this great idea was, Tim? Such a shit idea, this. I, I, it, I, I could see it coming. I thought it was going to be something like this, but then I was just like, Oh. So first I like want to know, Jay, if you were in this position, what's the no, top five things you'd do? No, don't say it. Don't say it. You can have one an episode, and he already gave us bonus. We can't do it again. So if you've got a gambling problem and you want gambling. to help, if you've got a friend who's got a gambling problem and you want to help them, what do you want to? What? Where's the probably last place you would take them? Casino. Oh, almost, almost. He went. Don't worry. Oh, close, close, close. Horses. Horses. There we go. Bill went, don't worry. I'm going to take him to the races for a day out. And it was the like, cup. It was the cup day or something. The yeah, Melbourne, Melbourne cup. cup but, yeah. but then they added like, oh, do you, do you mean, should we go to the Melbourne cup? Because this, this, a few people end up going to this, don't they? It's an actual event, which, which I thought was nice in Neighbours to see them actually outside at a location rather than just on the street asking about. But they've said, oh, should we, is it the Melbourne Cup or is it like the Erinsborough Dale Cup? And they all went, oh, the Erinsborough Dale Cup is supposed to be fucking brilliant. Let's all just go there, which was clearly like not the proper cup. It was just a stables with some stock footage of some horse racing thrown in. <laughs> it was good. Oh, yeah, they take Lance to the races. And Lance is desperate to some put some bets on. And he's like, Bill, put some bets on for me. Put some bets on. Because Lance is not old enough to bet. Am I right? I think that was it. He's yeah. got a gambling problem, despite not being old enough to, to actually gamble. It is all uh, a really fucking weird idea. Yeah. So he gets Bill to put on a bet for him. And he loses. And he's like, oh, like Lance is heartbroken. He's like, fuck. Oh, no, because Ruth gives Lance some money before she goes away. Because her mum's ill or something. Uh, she's been on the floor for 12 hours. Um, <laughs> Worst way. Like, oh, here's some money for Amy's birthday coming up. Get her a nice present from me. You know what she'll like. And he uses that Amy's money to gamble and he loses on the horses and he's fucking distraught. And he start and he opens up to we get back to Bill's house and he proper opens up to Bill. He's crying. He's really, really opening up saying, I've got a problem. I need I can't believe I've done this. This is rock bottom. And Bill goes, ah, don't worry about it, mate. I never put the fucking money on. It's still here. He had the money all along. Yeah, he had the money that's all that's along. That's what he did. He made he made him like think he'd lost it all in the hope that he would obviously go, oh, shit, I've, I've fucked up here. I'm not going to do this again. And then he went, wee, wee got the money. And Lance was like, so he, he was good because Lance stops for a second and goes, Motherfucker! Like he, he doesn't stop and think. Nah, actually, he, he thinks you fucked me over. You're a cunt. Give me that yeah. money. I'm gonna put some bets on. <laughs> yeah, he does not have the desired effect at all. He's like, you think this is fucking funny? Like I mean, playing with my emotions like this. So he goes uh, and puts another bet on, uh, and I'm assuming he loses that as well. well we then, don't know yet, do we? We don't. He's, oh, we he's don't gonna know. put on some bets. He's gonna do some more bets, but we don't. We don't know what's going to go on. But in the end, Amy confronts him about it. Uh, about And again, Amy's flip-flop for me now. Right. She's flat. 
I liked her last week. Fucking hate her again this week now. <laughs> you you are two, you are two one way or the other. I have kind of liked her um throughout. She's a fucking bitch. I cannot stand her now <laughs> after this week's ep- lot of episodes. What a dickhead. Yeah. She's dick. She- Basically, Lance he, he says, "Oh yeah, I've, I've lost this money." I mean, I, I, he admits he's got a problem. As we all know, that's the first step: is admitting you've got a problem. He's not admitted it before until these couple of episodes. He admits to her, "Yeah, I'm a, I've, I've been a dickhead. Did this. Wish I hadn't done it. I have got a problem. I really need your help." He's broken down, tears again, and everything. I need you, like, I need your help to get through this. And she basically goes, "Nah, fuck you," and walks out. <laughs> I was like, makes it about her as well. She's like, yeah, she does. I think I'm a fucking idiot now because you've got a gambling problem. How do you she think does. this Mamie makes me look? She and says everyone, everyone like everyone called her for going out with him in the first place, and she stuck with him. But now, now he's like, she's just said no. I, I don't, I don't want any part of this now. You've proved yeah, them all right. You're a dickhead. Yeah, and he literally says about five times, "I'm asking for your help." I yeah, need your help. I have a problem. Please fucking help me. And she's like, no, you're a fucking dick. You lied to me. I'm not helping really you. Really bad. I, <laughs> thought, it was, I really thought she bad. was going to turn around and go, okay. But then she comes back. because She comes back, doesn't she? Like, I think it might have been the last episode. She comes yeah. back. And I thought she was going to go, all right, I'll let her off. She's, she's thought about it. And she's coming back. And she went, she comes back and goes, brought your CDs. Fuck you. <laughs> Surrenders. You've done that. This is the worst thing that anybody could have done to me. And just is it the worst thing? About <laughs> <laughs> well, he punches. I don't want to go wall. down that route. <laughs> he, punch, he punches a kitchen wall, clean through, which is some you know pretty impressive. I think it must have been a bit of a rubbish wall, if I'm honest. It's all uh, set, isn't it? <laughs> punches through the set of neighbours. <laughs> well, they could have built it a bit sturdier, I think. Right. Well, m- maybe it was the wall's fault. Maybe it was the shelf's fault. M- yeah. Who knows? Don't oh. I have a fucking nightmare again with yes! this week? What's happened? I let's let's break with the neighbours chat and, and find out how your DIY's gone. We said we'd give people an update. Oh. Let's find out how it's gone. Because last week on that shit podcast we did, you were fucking giving it the big <laughs> and Oh, I'm I missed the fix it this and sorted out the wall that. Let's hear how it's gone. Go. Yeah, so I got some masonry drills last week because the problem was some walls were too hard and some were too soft. So I was like, right, I'll get were, were any just right? <laughs> <laughs> so I got a masonry drill to hit through the brick ones. Seth's room is on like an outer wall, so perfect. Like, got is show. the owner of the house okay with the fact that you're just basically destroying the wall brick by brick? They said we could put shelves up, so. Yeah, they thought you'd just Play put some fucking shelves up, though. <laughs> <laughs> fucking drilling into the foundations of the house. Yeah, but it's, it's seemingly the only good wall in the house. It's the only one that's made out of the brick. The rest are all made out of hay, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because, yeah, I, I proper lost my shit on Monday night. Not with anyone, just with myself and just the walls in general. I honestly wanted to punch through a wall. Like I have to go. I, I have to go outside and have a walk and calm myself down. Like, what the fuck did you do? It's just fucking frustrating. So like, you drill through a wall and you think, all right, okay, you know, this this is pretty sturdy. This will be all right. And then you literally drill down two like two centimeters later, and it just fucking rips through the wall. 
right for one second so you like you you can't see it if you just listen to the podcast but you did like a sign then with your finger and your thumb to show two centimeters you were showing millimeters then just so you know <laughs> like you, that was really small and you said that was two centimeters two centimeters is like that i'm sure i'm showing people now again you can't see it if you're listening that's a bit just short of an inch i just am short. worried i'm worried that you have mistaken millimeters for centimeters here and this is the problem no i have not mistaken millimeters and centimeters. you did just then i was worrying i might have mistaken a couple of inches before now but but no. <laughs> Again, you can't see it on if you're just listening. Me and Tim are just shaking our heads. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, the walls are just terrible in this house. So I've put a, a blanket pan on shelves now. I'm like, I'm not prepared to put any more shelves up. So yeah, there we go. That is, case. So that is the end of my DIY problem. My DIY problems. My DIY career, maybe. Uh, Whoa! Are you are you are you retiring right now from your I DIY? So. I mean, I got a couple of shelves up in Seth's room. Uh, I got a mirror and some lights up in the bedroom. Oh, I here we go <laughs> on the ceiling. On the ceiling, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like my work here is done. Have you not noticed that I'm better lighted this week? I've got some like proper studio light things going on. Lighted. Better lighted. Better yeah. lighted, yeah. <laughs> on this audio podcast. <laughs> no, no, sorry everyone. Even corrected him, he didn't realise what happened. No, no, I thought, I'd, yeah, forget it. We haven't all got an English degree. No, we haven't. Of, of any of us? <laughs> so yeah, that's the one storyline. He's uh, he's betting, He's lost Amy now. He's Wait, lost he's Amy. Dead. He's also in really bad shape. I mean, they, they keep making a point throughout each episode how he's how he's so run down and he's he keeps yeah. like palming it off as the flu. It obviously isn't the flu, he's stressed out and all that kind of stuff. Where do you think he goes next? I'll, I'll pose that question to both of you because last week I got it completely wrong. I thought this this storyline was dead, but what do you two think is going to happen next with him and with this storyline then? I reckon because you just said that he's ill and it's kind of like the flu whatever her name was way back in season one of this podcast, whoever it was, Swimmer, who was really ill and then just suddenly wasn't. I think, it's, about it. oh. I think it's still possible that this storyline could at any moment just stop. I, don't know. I, think, I feel like he's hit rock bottom now. I feel like this is the rock bottom for him now, losing Amy. And he, he's going to get better from here. Uh, I do have some Caitlin news for you, by the way. Uh, Caitlin, no longer in the credits. She is gone. They've done, they've changed the credit. <laughs> and so is Adam, apparently. <laughs> gone. <laughs> done. Done. So yeah, they've they've not changed the credits entirely, but they've inserted a new bit where they've put a few new characters in. So instead of the Caitlin and Sarah part that was in before with them in bikinis, it's now Sarah taking a picture of Drew, Paul, Joel. And someone else, another character in there. Uh, and yeah, they're just messing around and, and Sarah's taking a picture of them all. Right, you're saying that, but the character you've missed is Amy. And Amy and Sarah are both in bikinis. Ah, so, so what they've, they've done is they've swapped out the old bikini part of the titles and put in a new one. And put in Drew Kirk, <laughs> which, you know, so... Sorted. 
He's fine by me. He's an absolute <laughs> winner, isn't it? Absolute winner. So yeah, that is the Caitlin news for you there. Um, next storyline, should we talk about? Let's talk about Libby because it was uh, episode three one nine nine was three faces Libby's twenty first birthday party story. So uh, when we left it, that we, we felt like Libby was going cold on her lecturer boyfriend because he'd been playing new tennis with his ex wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unconfirmed. <laughs> Unconfirmed. Uh, or maybe that was our imagination. I can't quite remember. Uh, but as we join them back now, it seems like she's getting very serious with this lecturer all of a sudden. Uh, Susan's worried that they're actually going to get engaged. Uh, which Libby completely mugs her off with, by the way. So at the party, when they do have Libby's 21st party, like Susan's like, oh, we've got, we're not going to have like some unexpected announcements or anything or any news that you're going to give us. And she's like, no, no, don't worry, don't worry. So she stopped his party halfway through and goes, I've got a big announcement for everyone. Look, Carl and Liv, Carl and Susan straight in the eye and goes, we're moving the party outside to do a conga. <laughs> and as she's leaving, basically just does the wanker sign to it, but just fuck, does a fucking conga outside. Uh, it was is it just me or is Libby a bit lame? I don't, I... I thought she was all right. I think she's all right sometimes. Bit bored of her at the moment. Like, mm. you know what annoyed me this week? And this is a minor detail, but they were... So they went to this Melbourne... Not the Melbourne Cup. The Erinsborough Cup, whatever it's called. So they're at the races. And Sarah goes and Joel's girlfriend goes. Can't, I can't remember what she's called. Um, but they make a deal out of it, as girls seem to do when they go to the races. They, like, dress up, hats, make an effort. Fair play. Um Libby's wearing some sort of grey pantsuit. Like, it was a job interview at journalism school or something, and it just really wound me up. I just thought, why the fuck are you wearing that? She's, she was on a day out with a lecturer boyfriend. It wasn't like she'd come from work or anything, and she was just mm. wearing this grey pantsuit, and it just made me think, fuck off. I don't know why. Maybe I, that the grey pantsuit has the same effect on me as leather jacket and jeans does on you. It just makes <laughs> you think about something that you don't... Oh, it just annoyed me. And I think she's just quite smug about everything, I think. I, I'm a bit... Oh, can't You're really very smug towards Sarah. I'll be interested to see what you think about this, Tim. So Sarah bought her a present for her 21st birthday. It was some makeup or something like that. Uh but Libby accepts the gift and goes, oh, thank you very much, Sarah. And then instantly just gives it to Joel's girlfriend and goes, here you are, have this. I don't want it. This gets back to Sarah. Sarah confronts her at the races. Uh, and he's like, you know, why have you done that? You know, I gave you a present. That's not what friends do. She went, well, we're not friends, are we? We're acquaintances. Gives her a smug little look and then just fucks off. Yeah. See, I thought... I, I've just slagged her off, obviously, in about a suit and everything. I thought, yeah, fair play. They're not fucking <laughs> friends. She slept yeah. She slept with her dad, or she tried to. She she nearly fucked up their whole family, and they've managed to just about sort it out a bit quicker than probably we, were, we all would have liked. But then, so she bought her a present, probably shouldn't have done. Like, why would she want a present off you, you sly bitch? And then she says, yeah, we're not friends. I, I thought she was nice when she said we're acquaintances, to be honest with you. I thought she'd go, fuck you, you almost fucked my family up. So I, I've slagged Libby off, but I think she was proper right for saying all that. There you go. Yeah, I think that that's one of those situations where, like, if you find yourself in that position, 
you say something and then afterwards you think either it would have been better to say nothing or Libby could have just thought back and gone, I shouldn't have said that acquaintance thing. That was just stupid. I should have just said, fuck off. <laughs> like, it's weird that she bought her a present. It It's like, yeah, I agree with Adam. When, when but, was the last time that's gone, Tim? Go on. But yeah, just Libby just seems up herself. I just, I remember giving off that vibe quite a lot. Yeah, she has done. She's, she... But then I don't know, like, she, so she said that, like Tim said there, like, she she basically told Sarah to fuck off without saying fuck off, basically, because you can't at 5.35 in the UK on a weekday. Um, but then, so I don't know if this is what you're getting to or not. So she's round at Electra boyfriend's house. He's trying to get her to move in on the, on the sly a little bit because he's given her a key, and she's obviously a little bit... Um, unsure about that, she's she's not really sure about taking the key off him. She thinks it'd be weird, and then she ends up being in in his house when he has to go out and pick his wife his ex wife up from somewhere. And his mum comes round and she has a little interaction with the lecturer boyfriend's mum. And the lecturer boyfriend's mum is an absolute dickhead. She's fully up herself. She's proper like the mother. And for some reason, on neighbours, it's very lazy writing. I think when they just make someone's mum feel like they're better than other people I think it happens in a lot of things I think it's lazy um, they could have done something with it but she's basically saying oh it's a little bit oh you're not a good cook oh his ex-wife was a good cook oh you're the cleaner oh you're a bit young all this kind of proper standard kind of thing she'd say I don't know why Libby having told Sarah to fuck off about saying fuck off didn't tell his mum to just fuck off and <laughs> like ah. Oh. I would yeah. have, I thought I, I would have felt had a bit of respect for her then, but then I was like, oh, bitch. Yeah, his mum is proper awful. And like proper looks down on her because she's not like a housewife. And like she's one of these women who thinks like, you know, a woman should be at home and this, that, and the other. And do you I, think that? No, I do not think that at all. Do you not? No. What do you think? But this uh <laughs> but, this woman, <laughs> but this woman very much thinks that, you know. You know, you're no one unless you're a housewife and, you know, just perpetuating some really kind of bad stereotypes. And yeah, you're right. Libby doesn't call her out at it at all. Um, she just kind of takes it. Um, yeah, and she basically says, oh, well, you're not as good as his ex-wife. Also, I got really confused at one point here because... Right, well, this, I, right, this could be anything. We're on the same wavelength here. I can see this. So no, I, no, you've got really confused. So this could be the sky is blue or anything here. I don't know blue. Go I on. Know, I thought you were going to agree with me here. So I I initially, I thought that Libby and the lecturer boyfriend had moved into Russo Place because it's clearly the same set. It is clearly the same kitchen set. I didn't look at. I, I, it's I didn't the exact same layout. Like it's that. slightly differently decorated, but it's the exact same fucking layout as Ruth's kitchen. And I was like, Kitchen's "Oh shit, kitchen, though, surely. together." But no, they've it, it's at his house, and she's been given a key. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's clearly the old set. I was really confused. It might be. Yeah, it probably is the old set. I I didn't for a second clock that it was or that it was Ruth's house. So they, you maybe you spied that. That's good, good detective work. Mm -hmm. I actually brought that in my notes. I went, oh, they're living at Roofs. Nope, she's got keys. Clearly, other set. Uh, Ex-wife cooks for him. Those are my notes. Good notes. <laughs> it's a little insight into my life there. 
Um, <laughs> speaking of Libby as well, just leading into another storyline with Joel. Uh, so Joel's girlfriend, Sally, I don't know, you couldn't remember the name. Sally, that's it. She seems convinced that Joel's got a thing for Libby, and I'm not quite sure where this has come from. I yeah, I feel like this this might have happened in the episodes we've missed because, like, obviously he used to live in her house and he does talk about her a bit, but not for one second have I seen anything that's anything more than a bit of a brothery sistery kind of thing going on. So not, yeah, but then even. I think maybe this they're trying to plant the seed that Sally's a bit fucking mental. Is that what you think they're doing? They're going to go down the crazy route with her? A little bit, yeah. So cliche. It is a little bit. He tells her off for it, though, which I thought was good. He tells her off and he says, I like Joel, and he says, look, grow up a little bit. You give it the big and, like, you're all independent and everything and you're so mature and everything, but now you're acting like a little, um, a jealous little kid. And he calls her on it and her face drops. And I thought, yes, Joel, go on. He's not just a triathlete. Yeah, Joel is a great character in Neighbours. There's literally not a bad bone in the body. You think we can try and get him on? We'll give it a go. I'll speak to his people. So the final storyline I'd like to talk about is the Paul and Harold storyline. We are having a very strange relationship now because Paul is taking interest in a new band called Battery Acid and Harold has confiscated his CDs. Why, why have you put this voice on? <laughs> that's my uh, that's my story summary voice. <laughs> you think Paul was coming back. Paul, last time we saw Paul, he was going off on holiday with his dad, and this was your that prediction that he wouldn't be back. I know, so I can't get him all right. Two out of three out bad though, is it, Adam? No, Meatloaf said that. <laughs> So they're having a very strange relationship. Harold invites him to come down to the allotment and do some work. And Paul just flat out just puts his CD Walkman. Is it a CD Walkman or is it a cassette? Is it a cassette CD? One? Is it CD? Fucking hell. He's holding it like that at one point, like a CD Walkman, when you have to keep it flat so that the CD doesn't fall off or anything. <laughs> Again, nostalgia. It was a really nice little bit. I thought, yes, really good. And he's got the earphones in and Harold's trying to build like a shed or something. And he's like, oh, pass me this. And Paul's just looking off in the distance, listening to this music, which sounds very Lincoln Park-ish. Park-ish. Um, and he drops something and Harold loses his shit. You don't see Harold lose his shit very often. But Harold absolutely loses his shit, Paul. Uh, so... Paul fucking huffs off somewhere and they're not speaking to each other. And I just like sort it out. And Harold's like, no, he's a cunt, he's a little cunt. Uh, <laughs> Marge does Paul... say that to be fair. <laughs> Brr, he's a little cunt. Uh, <laughs> but somehow Toadie gets involved in this storyline because Toadie gets the lead singer from Battery Acid on his radio show. And he's like, I've got a great idea. Harold, you don't like his music. Why don't you come down to the studio and have a debate with him about his music? And Harold's like, fuck yeah, I'll show this cunt what's what. He does uh, actually say that. He does actually say that. <laughs> this isn't the 535 version. It's not in the it's not in the afternoon one. This is the late night neighbors version. Neighbors at night. Neighbors at night. Uh I would watch. Paul's like, 
Paul's like mortified beyond belief. He's literally got his head in his hands going, no, don't do this. This is, this will be the worst thing that ever happens. <laughs> I like everybody in high school will absolutely bring him. Please do not go on and have a debate with this guy. Um, and it turns out, so the guy's called Degenerate. That's his name. Uh, it's his stage name. I can't remember what his real It's name. his stage name? You mean he wasn't christened Degenerate? <laughs> Whoa, that is a revelation right there. Could have been. There's some weird names out there. It could have been. Degenerate could be a real name, you're saying. Degenerate. Yeah, I've heard name, name Generate. David Generate. David Generate. If you know a Generate, fair play. <laughs> Ellen Degenerate. Hey. <laughs> yes. Fucking hell. Yes. That's a joke. That's not like that's like a joke joke. <laughs> Fucking hell. You can tell you can have that one, Tim. You can use that tomorrow at work. <laughs> he fucking will as well. Look at him writing it down. For his fucking stand-up. Well, it turns out David Jenner. Uh He's just a lovely bloke. Yes, so proper this, nice lad. He's fucking well nice. He's the nicest man you possibly would ever want to meet. So and Harold comes across as a right country in this. Harold's like, well, your music is not setting a good example, and the lyrics are terrible. He's like, all right, well, tell me what lyrics in particular you're not you're not particularly enjoying. Uh, and he's like, oh, he quotes one says something like, oh, without you, life isn't worth living. And the guy goes, well, yeah, my girlfriend was away. I'm really missed her. And he's just like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, you well, fucking I just, I connected with go. this more than most, haven't you? <laughs> no, you've, oh, this is one of them when you become the character again. <laughs> oh, God. Harold was a con. He, this guy was the nicest man ever. Oh, you, you are claiming yourself as a degenerate right now. <laughs> well, he, he does call Harold a fuddy-duddy at one point. Which Harold takes great offense to. And listen, mate, you're coming across as an old fuddy duddy here. He's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. he's like, no, you are. He does, but he's all right with him in the end, though, isn't he? He, he says, yeah. oh, do you like the bra like brass band and stuff like that? I used to like a little bit of that. And they're all pals by the end of it. And what could have been a really like long, drawn out storyline where this, like, maybe he goes to a concert. Paul tries to get Harold to go to a concert. Maybe there's some sort of battle of the bands between Degenerate and Harold and his tuba. All this stuff could have happened. It could have continued. Paul could have been like, oh, conflicted. Shall I go with Harold? Shall I go with Degenerate? Turns out they're all friends in the end, eight minutes later, and, they are, and he gives them some t shirts and they're all happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he gets some tickets for the show as well. Pretty good in the end. He does. He meets him in the corridor, and Harold's like, oh, well, he's, he's quite a nice man, actually. And then he, yeah, he gets some t shirts. He has some. He goes, don't worry, Harold, I've got one for you as well. Extra large. Don't Whoa. worry. Wanker. He does make a bit of a sly joke about that. Um, yeah, and they're all friends. And then so are Harold and Paul. Harold says, listen, let's stop the arguing. Let's be friends again. And Paul's like, can I have my CD back? And he's like, okay, you can have your CD back. And that's he, goes, he says, can I listen to the music? And how it goes, only if you wear your headphones. And Paul goes, okay. okay. <laughs> and he, he might as well have done that like 90s sitcom thing where they all pause on a laugh. And then the, the credits start rolling. I feel like we should do that. Yeah, we should do actually. Well, <laughs> 
All right. Well, the, the next part of the podcast is just, is going to be me desperately trying to find a joke to end on. Uh, no, it, it's just it's us going to do a visual. Everyone hold the same pose. Pause, and it's audio. Well, <laughs> it's just going to be silence. I can post that picture on Twitter. That'd be nice for the Twitter people and then the Instagram people when I. Well, then what what's the, what's the pose you're going to do? Uh, Tell, show everyone on the podcast what pose you're going to do. No, we're we not all going to do the same pose though. No, we don't have to do that. No, well, I was just going to go. <laughs> and then, and I was going to go. And then Adam was going to go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Take a picture of that, you cunts. I'll, uh, I'll get a picture of that. I, I mean, I'll have to figure out how I do screenshots on the on the uh, on the MacBook. But so we expect that picture about next week when I finally figure it out. It could be the, like. Yeah, we could use that in promotional shots and everything. That I mean, promotional you... shots. Promotional. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, Tim, again, your name says "Death by Vag" here, so I'll probably have to that <laughs> I might have to blur that part out. Uh, Tim, of course, bring in the sleepy. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm the one that said "Death by Wanking." Like, no, oh no, hold on, that was you. So I, I made my name "Death by Vag," and suddenly I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Every story needs a bad guy, Tim, and your hours. <laughs> and every every story needs yeah, the hero. A fucking end! If that's the <laughs> fucking comment. Every story needs a... It does need an end. And we're going to bring this podcast to an end. Do we have any predictions of what's going to happen? Uh, going there forward? will be more episodes. There I will think. be more episodes. I we will watch them. And we will watch that. Do you want to know what episodes you'll watch next? Yes. Yes. Okay. Those episodes are going to be 3,209 to 3,213. So we're skipping a little bit because there's nothing immediately happening that I really want to see. But like the general storylines going on, there's some interesting stuff happening. I'm very glad we did the uh, we did the time jump a little bit here. Uh you know, we, I think we were very fortunate that we got Lily's death. I'd have been absolutely gutted after I missed Lily's death. Uh, and of but course, they won't we, even talk about her again. You wouldn't know. No. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I reckon she might. Would you think they'd do a ghost storyline? No. 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 It, it's a soap. They can bring people back from the death, from the dead, but they can't. <laughs> they won't do a ghost. Yeah, they Holyoke's, did do it in Hollyoaks. That was fucking brilliant. Hollyoaks is beyond fucking shit. You, Hollyoaks was made in Chelsea before Made in Chelsea was made in Chelsea. No, I really that like doesn't him. qualify. It was Bomed. He was just a great character. Like this is the like the brief time I did watch Hollyoaks, and Bomed was a great character. He was was it Mister Cunningham had died, but he was still in the show because Bomed would see him. That was brilliant. That neighbors should do that. There should be more ghost storylines in in Syria. and time travel and time travel as well. That would, I mean, it's it's amazing that no nobody has done these. Imagine in Neighbours if you did a time travel storyline and you went back to the time we're in now. We're doing it for them. They don't need to now. <laughs> we'll get Carl Kennedy on and we'll discuss it with him. We'll make it happen. Well, and he can. I don't know, retroactively go back and bone Sarah again. I don't know. Don't see why not. Don't see why not. 
That's maybe it's because well, she's really um, like inappropriate now, and he's probably real. He probably follows her on Twitter and realizes she's a fucking dickhead with really inappropriate views on like the world and like yeah, Nicola Charles is absolutely democracy and stuff. Maybe he's, he's realized. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe he can retroactively go back and undo her, and then just yeah, completely be disassociated from her. Uh, question, Tim. What are the top five things you'd do if you were to could time travel? Wanking. <laughs>